Yo, yo, check this out. This out. Previously heard. Previously heard. Good Hope FM. Let's go. On the Heritage Hot Seat tonight, award-winning DJ, presenter, race car driving, music producer, community developer, and the list goes on. He's also the most humble person I have ever met. Whether you know him from Profits of the City, BV Car, clubbing, in a, a DJing in a club, or from anywhere else, you know who I'm talking about, DJ Ready D. Welcome to the Homecoming Heritage Hot Seat. How are you? Hi, Celeste. I'm very well, thanks, and good evening to all of the listeners. Thank you so much for taking time to speak to us this evening. Now, you are on the Homecoming Heritage Hot Seat. For everyone at home, this is what that happens. I don't send any questions, right? Because we want to get to know this person without them preparing any answers, right? So, DJ Ready D, how long have you been at Good Hope FM? Wow. Well, Ten years. Ten years. Ten years. Yeah. <laughs> ten years. In fact, yeah, this is the tenth year. This, yeah. And we're doing nothing to celebrate it. <laughs> Um, hey, this lockdown can sort of go away so that we can do something proper. <laughs> you really are, I think, and a lot of people do believe you are really a mouthpiece, a spokesperson for hip-hop. How did that interest first start? Can you even remember where you got interested in hip-hop to begin with? Yeah, sure. I mean, I, I remember to the day, though. It was on the Saturday, 19, late 79, 1980, in District 6. That's when I was first introduced to hip-hop music. So, unfortunately, I lost my dad quite a few months before that uh, time period. And a group of friends of my sisters, they used to work on, um, you know, with these shipping companies and they used to go abroad quite often. Mm-hmm. And these guys used to love, you know, the music. And they had a 63 Impala. And in this Impala, they had a batch of records and a portable <laughs> turntable that they just brought back. And they came to visit after uh, returning home, I think, from the U.S., and wow. in that batch of records, there was uh, Rapper's Delight. And one of the songs, uh, in fact, the Rapper's Delight by the Shugill Gang, that was the one vi- uh, vinyl. So that was the first hip-hop song I was introduced to. And then in that same batch of vinyls, they also had Curtis Blow's album, The Breaks. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of when, you know, when the interest um, sparked. Because um, listening to Rapper's Delight, the music that was actually used for that song it's a it's a disco song from a, a group called Chic, a song titled Good Times, which was a very mm. popular song across yeah, the globe, mm. you know. So that's what sparked the interest. Wow. I was just fascinated by the people being able to tell rhymes and tell stories yeah. and those aspirational, you know, messages and type of things they were talking about. So that's kind of where it started for I me. think it's very cool that we know that you know to the day, to the T, what is the catalyst for this entire lifespan and this career that you have. So you've got two kids, right? And I always, I have to ask you this. Do your kids, are your kids aware of who you are, how cool we think you are? <laughs> <laughs> I, I hope so. I know yeah. that <laughs> both, both of them used to do, you know, the school projects and they ended up researching me. Really? They, they started to get a lot of information about the dad. And uh, some of them used to go and tour, especially the my youngest one as a little baby. So the times that we were touring with uh, Brasafani Cup mm-hmm. all over the country, you know, as a little baby in his nappy, he was practically on tour with us. And then the eldest one, he became a client at one stage, believe it or not. You're joking. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Are any of them interested in DJing at all? Um, not really. In, no, I didn't. You know, I didn't really enforce what I do and my passions on, 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 on my son. Yeah. Because I wanted them to find their own path. Of you course. Know, find what interests you. And I didn't want to put that type of pressure on them. Yeah. But, I mean, they both love music. They love dancing. 
And, you know, they both have their own lives and their own aspirations mm-hmm. and dreams. So as a parent, all we do is try and support that to the best of our ability, you know. That's very cool. DJ Ready D, I did put out on social media that we'll, you'll be on the Heritage Hot Seat tonight. I did open up um, uh, the stage, the platform for anyone to ask questions. And someone said, I need to ask you the question that I also asked uh, Dr. Jules. He was on last week, Tuesday. And I think that's a very good question. You are married. You've got a lovely wife. She, I think she's amazing. Uh, you guys work together in business as well. But when you're DJ Ready D and you've uh, reached a peak of success very early in your life, how do you find a girlfriend? How how do you start dating? How do you find a wife? Because oftentimes people just attach because they're like, ah, oh, it's Grandmaster DJ Ready D. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think I, I got lucky with, <laughs> with, with my wife because we both had the same interests. We were both involved in the same culture. She was into hip hop. She used mm-hmm. to attend the same matinee club, you know, the bass back in the day. <laughs> so we knew the same music. We knew the same people in the neighborhood. We kind of, our experiences was the same. Uh-huh. So when we eventually had the opportunity, you know, to officially meet and to, you know, kind of start going through the processes, I think it was cool, you know, and also I'm being accused of being an introvert, so I don't do, I don't do social events very well. So thankfully there, there was somebody, you know, that could kind of understand, yeah. um, you know, my... Uh, my headspace at that time and uh, yeah we're still together after all these oh, years oh that's adorable I did hear a rumour can you confirm that she is a better spin or spinner a race car driver than you um I, I would say <laughs> she definitely knows how to put the fear of the almighty in me when she's driving the wheel that, that, that I can tell you. <laughs> you guys are phenomenal. I think it's really good. But you guys also now have an NGO together. Please tell us about that. Yeah, the NGO is called GCAP. It stands for the Great, uh, the Great Cape Ambassadors Project. And this practically comes through all the years of experience and then working with community through the project mm-hmm. that we've done with hip-hop and DJing, um, community and youth development. And then when we started getting involved with drifting, there was a huge um, demand for us you know, to go to schools and universities and chat to students and to do all these different things. And unfortunately, you know, we've seen a lot of people lose their lives on the road as well. And uh, unfortunately, our family members were involved with accidents. And we just thought, why don't we actually do something, you know, Mm. with what we do as drivers? Because we are doing it anyway um, in an informal sort of manner. And we decided to to, to form um, an NPC uh, with the hopes of, uh, of raising funds in order for us to, to be able to do more projects and okay. to be consistent in the communities and that's practically how all of that came to be so our main project that we've been running um before covid kicked in was sr4a which stands for safer roads for all so that was a youth development road safety initiative in fact we actually got our first one happening tomorrow now oh. that we level one here with a small group of youth so we we, we back off to all these months again and and that's kind of what it is, you know, just mm. trying to to do whatever we possibly can and to use our experience, yeah. you know, as as a method to to hopefully assist and yeah. help communities. And unfortunately, the death rate for young people in in, in our country, uh, you know, the the stats are really shocking and yeah. terrifying. And also the amount of people drinking and driving, yes. you know, under oh. the influence of alcohol and abuse of substances. Mm. If we look at the research and the stats. It's constantly escalating. So mm. we're just trying to to use, you know, everything that we have 
at, uh, by our means, you know, yeah. to kind of influence um, people. DJ Ready, do you have to ask you, thinking back, thinking back a couple of years, and I'm not, not going to give your age away, but a couple of years back when you were, let's say you just grade 7, 13 years old, what did you think you were going to do with the rest of your life? I wanted to be a stuntman. Really? Yeah, I wanted to fly <laughs> motorbikes or buildings, jump through glass windows, go down, do like ridiculous stuff, get shot out of a cannon and fly on the crowd. <laughs> So well. when when hip hop came along and I found out I could actually spin on my head and do like all these yes we've seen you do body, that it's it, similar it, it kind of brought me into the realm of being a stuntman right and it's then similar. I started to do all these crazy things with my drift car you mm-hmm. know like hanging out of the door and yes. doing all weird things and it kind of gave me you know that little bit of, of what I aspire to do and I always said um, you know if if there's such a thing as coming back in the next lifetime, I'm hoping to be one of those guys that enter the X Games on the wow. motorcycles and do those crazy I could see it though. I thing. could definitely see it. I could see you doing that. I have to also, you know, radio and time. We are running out of time, but I'm so interested in this conversation that I also have to ask you um, for anyone listening out there that is not sure what the title Grandmaster means, can you explain that to us? Yeah, I mean, in, in, in essence, Grandmaster, according to my understanding, it's, it's a form of respect that's given to people that have really pioneered mm. and paved the way and also kind of contribute, you know, to contribute to, um, I would say, the positive aspects and educational aspects uh, within mm. their communities. As an example, one of the first Grandmasters was Grandmaster Flash, yep. and uh, he's contributed to hip-hop on so many different levels. He was practically one of the inventors and the reason why we DJ the way yeah. we DJ and how um, equipment have evolved for DJs, you know. So mm. it's, it's those types of personalities that get that title and also people that have gone above and beyond, you know, to be there for the communities and mm. for hip-hop as a culture, you know. And I think the title then is so fitting to you. So thank you so much. You are the great. Grandmaster Ready D. Before I say goodbye, I have to ask you again if you could think back to 13 year old D and you can come back to him at this age that you are now, what advice would you give him? I would tell him um, you should not have bunk school so much. (laughs) What? Now I want to know about that. Did you really bunk school? (laughs) Uh, Unfortunately, you know, as most most kids, I would say that age and when you reach you know that kind of rebellious phase mm, in your mm, life yes and you think you know better than everyone else especially your parents you know in growing up in mitchell's plane and the type of friends that you meet there was that saying that dung was just a dug dung yeah unfortunately i went through that phase and in my career as a dj i needed all of that experience oh. and all of the lessons Tune in to goodhopfm.co.za. It's all you need.